I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you are new here, you will find all things fun, hippie, woo-woo, and metaphysical, plus happiness. I just can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you tuning into the show every week, and I try to bring you the most fabulous guests imaginable. If you are craving more happiness after listening to this podcast, check out BUFindHappy.com, where you'll find all sorts of tangible tools, tips, tricks, and resources to incorporate more happiness in your life. Learn to speak your truth with grace and live a courageous life of authenticity. And remember, if you like this podcast, please click subscribe. Amber, good morning and welcome to the BU Find Happy podcast. So happy to have you on today and super excited to talk all things skincare. Um, You've got a pretty incredible bio here um, and I'm really looking forward to diving in. Uh, You know, you're known in the LA and OC's elite as the skin whisperer. Can you tell the audience a little bit about how you got where you are today? Absolutely. I actually have been, I had cystic acne at 11 years old and decided I was going to make my own skincare to cure my acne, which was a big disaster. I found Dr. James Fulton who made benzoyl peroxide. He also was co-founder of Retin-A and um, a couple other big famous ingredients like benzoyl peroxide. And so I make a joke, he never hired me, I never left. The day I started going to get facials at his place, I was obsessed with what he was doing. And he was um, in charge of acne studies. He actually had babies come and with acne and he would take pictures of them and have them come back when they were 11 and 12 to see if it was uh, something they were born with. He had lots of different studies on ingredients that people would test. So I would be there to just kind of help monitor that because I was just obsessed. And he told me, you have to become an esthetician. So at 16 years old, I knew exactly what I was going to be doing. Um, At the same time, I worked at this magical place called Mother's Market. Um, It was one of the first vegan uh, vegetarian markets. Um, And that's when I learned that the medical side was being animal tested and they weren't clean. And the natural side was not being tested or, or, or actually seeing if it was efficient. So I learned at a very, I wanted, what I wanted was Dr. Fulton's skincare to be inside mothers, but mothers said it was too dirty and animal tested. And then he was saying the things that mothers weren't working because no one's ever tested it. So my, I went to UCLA very young for cosmetic ingredients and found that they're testing natural skincare to make sure it works on skin and what it, what, you know, lots of studies done from peptides to antioxidants for the skin. And I never knew I would actually make skincare. I always knew I'd do facials, but when I couldn't find what the world needed, I started making it myself. So I've been doing this 25 years, a long time, and I'm just getting started. I am, um, I'm working on some new products that uh, haven't been tapped into that people aren't, or the industry kind of, I just feel like it's just a sales-based um, 
uh, market and it's not really off what people need. And there's so many needs out there from, you know, people are aging and have acne. That's a huge uh, market that uh, they either sell them stuff that dries their skin out and irritates them or anti-aging products that cause acne. So our skincare line is actually anti-acne and anti-aging, which is really rare to find. Wow, that is just... <laughs> Sorry, I'm down in some water this morning as you're talking. I'm thinking my skin is warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good thing to do. Um, talk to me a little bit about the connection between diet and skin as I'm drinking this water um, and, you know, how that kind of affects, you know, what's happening. Um, I think a lot of people haven't drawn the connection to overall health in general with yeah. our skin. Um, you know, you look at you look at people who, you know, and then we could even say the Asian culture in general and what they eat and how they live life and how beautiful their skin is. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about that while so I drink more water. Yeah, please. Um, it's very interesting. It's something I wish Dr. Fulton, he passed away, got to, um, he would have really dove into that. Um, I'm very lucky. I have a father who is a scientist by by like a hobby. Um, and he studies something called epigenetics and epigenetics are very interesting. They're how things are passed down. And I'll give you a quick little, um, this one's interesting one to me. So anyone who was in the Holocaust, their children were always heavier the survivors of the Holocaust. And they found that their bodies actually store fat differently to protect them because they knew that their ancestors were starving. So as so not only do certain cultures have beautiful skin because of their health, but these are passed down. These, these markers are passed down. So healthy foods actually affect four generations. So what we're doing now with the food and the GMOs, we don't know what that's going to look like in two more generations as far as health and skin and, and cancer rates. So um, there's something called a gut biome and that's the, the, your, your stomach lining, and that's really the most important part of your stomach. A lot of people take like acidophilus and bifidophilus and things like that to keep their gut flora up, but the best way to do it is literally fruits and vegetables. They have so much pro- probiotics and prebiotics. So our skin is really like a second liver. Our skin kind of detoxes everything. So I tell people, there's something wrong with your skin. There's something wrong internally. And I learned that very young by a lady named Linda Page. She owns a, she wrote a book called Healthy Healing. Sorry, we turned off all these phones. Uh, Healthy Healing by Linda Page. And she did, um, sorry, we're turning down. We turn off all the phones like twice and I don't know what to do. So, um. Um, you could answer it page. and we could join well, them in. <laughs> yeah, I'm at work now and these phones never work and we literally turned everything off twice. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I'm a little frustrated. Healthy Healing by Linda Page is one of my favorite um, books, but it was interesting at, in like the 90s, she was talking about how ga- the gout, right, like foot gout and a lot of funguses were from the gut. And she was one of the first people to ever talk about that. And now we're finding that everything is your gut. So a healthy gut believe it or not, is actually what makes you feel better. So people, uh, depression is for most foods. Um, so our gut is like a, uh, is a brain and it sends signals to our brain. We used to think our brain sends signals to our stomach, right? But we're finding that the gut is sending signals to the brain. So when our gut is healthy, our skin looks better. Of course, it's the most anti-aging. All the fruits and vegetables you can eat are antioxidants, so they stop the aging process. And then anything that's um, 
uh, synthetic that we're putting in, especially like box foods and preservatives, those actually kill cells and those age us so fast. So we're, 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 uh, we're in a, we're getting out of it, but you know, everyone from the late seventies and eighties and nineties, we're eating so many box foods and we're finding how it's affecting us now and it affects our skin. It just makes us look dull. So the more healthy live enzymes, the more, and especially like dark leafy greens, um, there's someone I love. His name is Dr. CB, S-E-B-I. And he has a list of fruits and vegetables that are actually alive energetically. They actually are alive. And there's a lot of fruits and vegetables that aren't. Like corn is kind of a dead vegetable. It uh, doesn't really have much. And it's a genetically modified um, cauliflower is one. Uh, broccoli is one. Things that are, like are, are healthier or superfoods would be like blueberries, kale, blackberries, dark berries, dark leafy greens. Um, a lot of nuts um, actually have a lot of fungus. They're not really good for us, but the nuts that are really healthy are Brazilian nuts. Those are those are packed with minerals. And um, walnuts. Walnuts are really good for the skin. It's good for your brain. And I always think it's fascinating that it looks like a brain. So some of these foods that are specifically made for our body, it's like God made them to look like what we need. And blueberries are great for every cell. They've done a blueberry study at UCI. I think they said if you have like 17 blueberries a day, it's like enough antioxidants to um, help protect your skin from the sun. And they did a study where they people drank alcohol and went in the in the sun. And alcohol in the sun just you fry your skin because there's nothing to protect it. And if you ate blueberries and fruit before you go in the sun, you actually almost have like a natural sunscreen. Your skin uh, has the nutrients it needs to protect itself. So our skin is very smart, but it all comes from internal. Wow. I, I, what, one thing you said just really tripped me out that, um, you know, you said it, that it's, uh, how did you say it, that it looks like a brain and so it helps your brain. I never yeah. thought about food like that before. Oh, it's so fascinating. They have, there's a whole list of foods that look like what, what we need. And it is really, really cool. And even if you look at, um, like a leaf, right? Like say like a kale under, you can see the veins. It actually looks like the veins of a human. So there's so many things that we are so connected. If we, you know, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's uh, um, new studies too about trees, how they keep each other alive. If one tree is getting water and the other is not, their roots are sending signals, right? So the earth is so connected. We are so connected. And some of these things look like what they actually help. I mean, if you look like what kale looks like, it, look, it helps our circulation. It helps our cells. And you can actually see it um, in the veins of the leaf. So it's just very fascinating. Wow. And even I'm just even thinking about like a peach pit. <laughs> yeah. I love peach. So, um, wow, that's, that, that is really fascinating. So one of the other things that really interested me about the work that you're doing is um, – I'm kind of addicted to learning about uh, the microbiome and that kind of component. And um, I often talk about Dr. Zach Bush as, cause I kind of think he's kind of le leading the breathe your biome movement. Yeah. Um, but can you share kind of a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, some of this, the, the gut biome is such a, a fascinating um new study. I mean, I think it's about, they're really getting into it in like the last 10 years, but we are, we could kill it so easily it, it, or, or we can heal it. So I tell people your foods are your poison or your medicine and that's it. There's nothing, nothing in between. So as you eat something and listen, I am not 
you know, perfect, right? But as I eat it, I have to actually make a physically mental decision. Like if I, this is going to actually affect everything. And so when you go to that space, you want to feed your gut the healthy, healthy stuff to help your healthy biome. Um, I love, uh, like I said, what, what was fascinating to me is how much probiotics are in food natural occurring and what, what all these prepackaged foods are doing to the gut biome. And we can easily, a lot of, a lot of times too, I found is like people might be more people than I've ever thought of were allergic. A lot of people are making them get their allergies tested, which is very fascinating, especially if they have rashes or weird acne, especially acne on the lower face or in the neck. Um, sometimes acne on the arms and the back. I'm finding that they're gluten intolerant. This is like more common than I've, I've ever thought would happen, but it's the type of gluten that we have in America. People can go to like Italy or other places and have gluten and it doesn't affect them, but they have it in America. It's totally different. So it's how we're growing our food also. But um, people are so allergic to things. So I tell people, your allergies change every seven years. We got to find out what our body needs. Everybody is so unique. And especially with your genetics, what ethnicity you are, what blood type you are. There's so many factors into what you need. So what might be amazing for me might not be good for you. And finding out what that is. And so many great doctors are out there. I love one. There's a place called Newport Integrative Health here in Orange County. They're great. They actually, you can, this sounds crazy, you can turn your stool in and they check it for um, candida. They take a blood test to see if you're um, mineral and vitamin deficiency. They You spit in a little thing and you turn it in, it checks your adrenals. But we are... We all need so much very specific. If we get into our own bodies, what we need, what our parents went through. Um, you know, if your mother was a smoker or your father had depression, it actually affects us. And we could reverse these if we know what they are. And then the other fascinating thing is getting your genetic markers. So they, this is this is just, it's growing by the day. But you can check if you did like a 23andMe or one of those um, um where you can see what ethnicity you are, they can now tell you what markers you have. And even again, like recently. So if you did it a year ago, it's, it's grown in the last year and they can let you know what genetic markers you have. And um, so for me, my mother was Ashkenazi Jew, which is the worst genetics you can have um, at the highest cancer. And I tell people, if you ever go to doctors, you're going to you're going to fill out something that says, are you Jewish? And some people don't even think anything of it. If you hit yes, you actually go to a whole nother department for for way more um, genetic testing. So wow. I tell people, it's kind of interesting to find out what you are. So many people didn't know they were Jewish. You could be 20 percent Jewish and not know you should still go. And then they test you separately for BRCA which is, you know, the breast cancer markers, and they have all these different ones. And they're finding that certain ethnicities have a more, but uh, Ashkenazi Jew is the highest. Um, and by the way, my whole family died of cancer, my whole family. I lost everybody. I only have two people left, and it's my aunt and my uncle, and they're both vegan, and they both only eat fruits and vegetables. So I find this fascinating, and they're in their 70s. So my mother was um, very healthy, but she was a fake healthy. My mom was a comedian. She ate really good in the daytime. And then at the comedy show, she had mozzarella sticks and she would have a Dr. Pepper for some caffeine to go on stage. And she did this, you know, three or four times a night for 30 years. So this is what killed my mom was literally her bad habits a couple times a week. Just those fried foods and the sodas killing that gut biome. So... Um, there's so much, but I tell people, if, the, if I could tell everyone to do one thing is go get your 
your um, allergies tested and gluten, if you're mildly allergic to gluten and you're eating it, it just kills that gut biome. Those little phalanges in there, they just die off. They just, they, they can't work because we need to give our bodies what it needs. And so what might work for you doesn't work for me. And I, if you can ask, anyone can ask their doctor and they're even, I heard they have them at Target now where you can just do a little, I think they spit in something and mail it in or something or a little blood prick. It's something real simple. Um, and you can find out what your, they call it food sensitivities, but if you keep eating something your body doesn't like, it will turn into an allergy. And once you have allergies or histamines are down, you're going to trigger other allergies. little bit about this thing called uh the cryoglobe yes (laughs) right talk to me about the cryoglobe absolutely so the cryoglobe is really fun so i am something we made there's a lot of different ones out there which are great um but cold cold is free and it works so i tell people say you hurt your um arm and it swells up you put ice on it right well the same thing with our face if we have a little pimple and you put cold on it it goes away so icing acne is amazing it's free and it works but the cryoglobes are interesting because we actually filled these with a certain material that stay colder longer but they also don't freeze which is important i found a lot of people were buying these on amazon and they were frozen and they stuck them on their face and they actually got freezer burn on their face um, because they actually were too cold so and we made these uh, smaller so you can not only just do one area for acne, but you can roll these under your eyes. So they're like little glass globes. They're really beautiful. They're blue and they're filled with a special material that stay colder longer, but they also don't freeze and you massage them in your face. So some people just roll them around their eyes to kind of wake their eyes up, really kind of opens up your eyes. A lot of people contour their face. They roll them under their cheeks in the morning. And then a lot of people even just roll them down on their throat, which helps lymphatic drainage. We get so puffy, especially, um, you know, sleeping flat, sleeping on our face. And when we wake up puffy, the cold depuffies us. It helps circulation. You can also massage your moisturizer and it helps absorption. So they're technically like a professional tool we use in the facials that people are taking home and they are loving them. This is really fun when people are on vacation. Um, a lot of people, things are opening back up and they're going out and their faces are puffy so they can depuffy themselves real quick before they put their makeup on. Um, I tell people if they have an event, try to sit kind of sleeping upward and then in the morning cryoglobe your face, just massaging it all over just literally takes out puffiness. So they're a fun tool that we made and they're doing so well. People love them. Wow. That's really cool. It's a neat idea. I mean, I do a lot of polar plunge stuff. So I, yeah, so I can kind of relate to the concept of even just the lymphatic system, you know, pulsating and just all of that stuff. Um, So one of the things that's really cool about your skincare before we go is that it is, uh, you know, vegan, um, it doesn't have anything, you know, in the way of yuck on yeah. animal testing and all of that. Share share with with me a little bit about that because I think that it's really important. And I think that a lot of there's a lot of mystery behind this where people don't even realize where the makeup on the shelves or the skincare on the shelves is, you know, being tested and how it's being tested. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to that yeah. a little bit? Yeah, it's, it's, listen, I do this for a living and I'm confused. I couldn't imagine what the 
regular consumer going to Sephora has to deal with because this is a never ending process where ingredients we find might be not as good. We have to change them or a lot of things that come from China are usually always animal tested. Uh, word is that China is going to stop animal testing, I guess, next year. Um, people don't realize everything that comes from China is actually animal tested. Um, even little ingredients, like there's something called squalene, that could be from a mink's butt or that could be from olives. Um, we have hyaluronic acid, right? That's a real popular one. That can mm -hmm. be from a rooster's, uh, uh, um, I forgot, jet, like jowls, I forgot the actual term. They kill thousands mm -hmm. of roosters just to get one little ingredient, which is hyaluronic acid. Or they can come, um, hyaluronic acid can come naturally. There's plant-based hyaluronic acid. So um, it's hard to even know where a word comes from. Uh, Taloit, they could be um, whale blubber. Um, so there's a lot of different uh, ingredients that could be natural or it could be animal. So, so usually when it has a little leaping bunny or a little bunny on it, you know that it's um, naturally de derived. And this is even hard for me. I make skincare and so many things we have to find out where they come from, how they are derived. It's just, it's, it's very, very hard. But once they have that leaping bunny, they usually um, have been checked out. Um, I have a list of no-nos. My big no-nos, and this has been since the 90s, has been parabens. Parabens mimic estrogen. So they are really scary. They actually put these in deodorant. So I tell people, if, if I can remove two ingredients from people's lives. It would be these over-the-counter deodorants. There's so many amazing natural ones that work. Um, and fluoride and toothpaste. Those are the two things I wish I can get rid of for like every human. Um, but parabens are very, very scary. They're banned in every country except America. I mean, no one has, America has the worst no-no list um, in the world. Uh, I think even some ingredients are banned in, in like a lot of these bleaching uh, products are banned in so many other countries and not here. It's very scary. I heard Texas is actually banning uh, bleaching products, which is random, but not America, just one state. Um, but we do have a list of no-nos. And some things are like lanolin. Like lanolin usually causes acne, but it's not bad for you if you use it. It comes from sheep's wool. Not the end of the world. It's found in a lot of foot creams. Um, but then there's scary things like talc, which affects your lungs. Um, and then really harsh things like benzoyl peroxide and clindamycin. These are ingredients that dry out the skin. It's used in acne, but they're finding it affects your gut biome. Um, even some of these hand sanitizers. I have one that we just ordered that I love. But some of these hand sanitizers actually are so harsh, they go right into the gut biome. So things we put on our skin actually affects our gut instantly. So I wow. things that are super antibacterial are they literally are like taking an antibiotic to your gut. So, so harsh. So I like more like the alcohol-based um, hand sanitizers and not like the prep. So those are really hard on the gut. Um, I've known this a long time. And then when COVID hit, it, it made me cringe at everyone's gut because then people are going to have, you know, diarrhea and not feel good. And, but then it's like, I'd rather that than COVID. So I'm like, I get it, then use them. But there's some really cool ones. We actually ordered one. It's blue. I, I wish I had it in front of me. I think it's like J-O. Ah, when I get it, I'll, I'll give it to you so you can post it. But there's a, a company that there's a place called Roots here in Laguna that sells like natural hand sanitizers. And we have it here and we sold out of it. Actually, I think I have one. No, I don't. Um, but um, so, yeah, hand sanitizers. I tell people try to get the cleaner one, an alcohol-based one. Um, and... I'm trying to think of so, sodium lauryl sulfate. That's a huge one. A lot of people know that there's two kinds. There's a sodium lauryl sulfate that's derived from coconut 
which is a laureth sulfate, and then there's a laurel, which is a drive from aluminum. So it's also where it comes from. So usually if you shop at natural places, that's why eventually I want to have a website that has, and there's a lot of these out there that have a lot of healthy places to shop. So you don't have to, because now if you go to Whole Foods, you don't know what you're getting. It's not like it used to be. Mother's Market, it's not like it's used to be. They they, they are getting bigger companies and not clean products. Um, so it is a full-time job trying to figure this out. But as many, if you can not have any synthetic colors and dyes, those things that make it look pretty are so hard on our body, so hard on our gut. Um, and they also irritate and age. It's like silly to put these in, in products. So there's a long list. We have a list of no-nos on our website that we try to avoid. And these are just for like basic health and, and it changes all the time. There's going to be a, a new hot product that everyone tells you to avoid. Um, and sometimes it's mimicky. It's just so they can get their sales. So it's, it's, I tell people do their research when they, a, a company called Jason's Cosmetics did a whole thing about no sodium laurel sulfate. Um, and it's called SLS and they did pamphlets and they did this whole thing. Well, they were using it, but they were using the coconut derived one, but a lot of other companies were too, but they didn't use the right verbiage on their ingredient list. So it made them look bad. So sometimes companies do this to make themselves look good too. So it's kind of a, you got to do your research. Yeah. My guess is a lot of people probably do not want to do their research. <laughs> I know I, yeah. but no, I, I do, know. but I don't want to, you know, no, I get because it. it is so complicated. Yeah, no, I feel been... like that's one of these areas where the transparency would be really nice. You know what I mean? Like if it was just so clearly outlined and, and the words, too. I mean, so a few years ago, this was quite some time ago, I went on a mission to find a new um you know, facial moisturizer, night cream, day cream kind of thing. And I gathered like 20 of them, created an Excel spreadsheet Ooh. with all of the different ingredients down the side and then did check boxes, whether they had them and then put the actual word underneath the complicated word. And some of them, it was simply grapeseed oil wow. in like some weird word. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that and that is how, and, um, you know, of course, if they were not, you know, vegan and cruelty free, that was ruled out right away. Just boop, done. You're out. Yeah. Um, and so I actually, um, had, had kind of a really great time doing it. Um, it, not that I had tremendous free time, but it was important to me. It took forever. And then I ended up just sharing it with like everybody. <laughs> oh my God. That, that's like fun. Now, what, what did you end up with? What was your favorite? I would love to know. So I actually ended up with something called Body Mary, believe it or not. Okay. I don't I've know if you're familiar with no. them. Body yeah. Mary? Yeah, that is the that is what I ended up with. And it it was just the simplicity of the ingredients. Okay. Um, but the quality of the ingredient, like the type of ingredients, and then yeah. it was um and then also the price point was really good too. So it was just kind of all of that and you know, people tell me I have great skin, so I guess it's working. <laughs> I would but love I, to send you our, we have one called whipped cream sleeping mask, and it was actually a study off UCLA for flight attendants, and it has olives that are crystallized. It's a process to go and protect. It's a barrier repair. It's unbelievable stuff, and it's a mix of a mask and a night cream, and you sleep in it. You can do it every single night. You can do it twice a week, but I would love to mail you one and get your input because it's pretty cool, and there's nothing like it. No one else has anything like it, so I, I love 
I, and I love to hear what people like. And I love that there's these great lines out there. I tell people, I don't want to be the only one. I want people to have lots of good choices and maybe we're one of them. But um, when the market is saturated with just really scary stuff and, and you know, the regular single mom running through Target uh, doesn't know what to do. There's actually natural choices at Target now. Like Target has, has this great sunscreen called Bear that I love. It's a titanium and zinc oxide. It's the only sunscreen that actually works. Most sunscreens actually cause cancer. That's another one you should talk about. That's crazy. Um, your your Featherlight moisturizer looks really cool too. Cause I, a, I like ugh. that. I, I hate when something feels cakey, especially in the morning. Like I can handle it at night if it's a little bit greasy or cakey, but in the morning, uh, a day moisturizer, it's got to go on and pretty much sink in. And then I need to move oh, on with my day. <laughs> When I tell you, I can't, I made the perfect, I did, I made the perfect moisturizer. Featherlight is like the perfect moisturizer. It actually has something um, that is a, a lipid repair. So it goes deep uh, into the, into the skin and, and repairs. So it's made for rosacea and it's calming and it's anti-red. It's great for anything from acne or I mean, everyone can use it and it's very light. So I tell people, some people use it and then mix it with something heavier if they want a little heavier, but it's like an anti-red moisturizer. So it just makes the skin kind of glow. I would love to send you our moisturizer and, and our um, night cream. You will just, just even for your own, if you love it, you know, talk about it or your input because I'm so excited about those two products. Yeah. Featherlight's another new one that I'm just in love with and Featherlight and um, the whipped cream sleeping mask are kind of like brother and sister. They go really great together. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. I had seen that one when I was preparing, you know, the show notes and thought that just sounds so cool. The yeah. name of it and the ingredients with the, you know, what is it? The sea, the sea whip or sea whatever. Whip. Yeah. yeah the sea whip, the... I tell people that's the aloe vera of the sea. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I love this kind of stuff. I've always been the kind of person though, who, you know, when everybody is out laying on the beach in the sun, I'm, you know, sun hat on under the umbrella. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I, and don't get me wrong. I love the sun. I, you know, garden, I work, but I try to be really mindful about, you know, its effects on my skin for sure. And um, well, just know the sun is your friend. The sun is so important. We're like plants. We need water. We need sun. Early morning sun early is morning. so important. Exactly. We, yeah. we're, we're, so I tell people, if you can get early morning sun, tons of vitamin D, you don't have to wear a lot of sunscreen in the early morning yep. sun. It doesn't burn us. Um, yep. And it's so good for us. And it just helps our, our even acne to depression. There's so many reasons. So garden in the morning, get that sun. It's so important. I, I tell people, don't run from the sun. It's technically the damage we have is what we're eating mixed with the sun and our skin, not the sun. So if we're eating really clean, people have a natural sunscreen. And then certain certain ethnicities, if someone's brown-eyed and, and brown skin, they don't need to, you know, black right. skin has a natural right. SPF of 50. Right. You know? So blonde hair, blue yeah. eyes has no, 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 no melanin. So certain people who are Hispanic or Indian or black, they don't really need sunscreen. They, right. Unless they're going, you know yachting or something where they're right. going to be directly in the sun all day, then that's probably the only time they would need to put it on. But a lot right. of ethnicities have natural SPF. They're very lucky. So, so that's definitely me like that morning sun and that late afternoon sun, I, but midday, nope, not sitting in it, bacon, not doing that. You yeah, know? me too. <laughs> yeah. I'll fry. Yeah. But I think, I think that is super good. And, uh, and, you know, part of, I think for me, my skin is, is just being really mindful of, my mental health and, and, um, you know, my stress levels and what I eat and, um, exercise and water. 
yeah. <laughs> water, all that stuff. Um, I think it all just plays into it. Well, listen, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about this fabulous skincare line? Oh, awesome. Yes. We have an Instagram. So we're facial lounge on Instagram. I tell people, well, not the facial lounge. There's another one that's the facial lounge. We're just facial lounge, facial lounge on Instagram. We also just made a TikTok. We're excited, which is facial lounge. And then our website is faciallounge.com. That's faciallounge.com. And then we're here in Newport Beach. We're in Corona Del Mar um, on PCH and Poppy, which is one of the most beautiful neighborhoods. Um, we're across the street right by um, the ocean. So it's beautiful here. And then we are going to be working in Beverly Hills with a company called IMD. So I'll be doing facials in Beverly Hills and in Newport beach. So, and there's a whole team of us. So facial lounge, we've been in business 20 years, a long time. Most of the girls, as statisticians here, we've worked together for almost 10 years. Um, some of us 14 years and we have the, I think the newest girls have been two years. So we have a lot of, um, we have an amazing team. I've, I we're like a little happy tribe over here. So we'll be here in, and we're here in Newport beach always. And we are going to be also in uh, Beverly Hills on Wilshire and Doheny, which is like another amazing I'm pinching myself neighborhood. I can't wait to go there twice a week. I'm so excited. Wow. Yeah. That just sounds amazing. Um, also you have a really cool glowing custom spray tan, right? So you know what? We actually discontinued it okay. for I am. Yeah, I know it's I, it's it I, it's amazing. So one of the girls who does the spray tan still doing it. She's doing a, she's gonna be doing a mobile. <clears throat> it's the most beautiful color. We're so lucky. And there's another place that does a beet spray tan down the street that we're referring to. But we actually turned our spray tan room just recently into a lymphatic drainage body wrap with IMD, the place in, in oh. uh, Beverly Hills. So we're going to have a, uh, she's sending all her girls are all from Brazil and they do this very specific. They're the only people who do it, which is a lymphatic drainage body wrap. That's so amazing. We actually put an infrared sauna where the spray tan was. And now she's using one of our, um, rooms for body wraps so we're evolving into a little bit more health and and even though spray tan i love it uh this is a, a lot better i had to decide and i thought this is so much better for people's health lymphatic uh, health is so important and it's trending right now which i was so excited i've been dry brushing for 20 years and i'm so into lymphatic health there's a place called maxell in san clemente that's unbelievable if anyone needs real real lymphatic drainage like two hours they actually have chiropractors who do a light lymph adjustment why they do uh why they do their massage it's amazing so lymphatic health is literally um it's 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 the way our body detoxes and it's so important so we're adding that into facial lounge so and we're not gonna have spray tan but that's okay we have some places we refer to that's awesome yeah, yeah. i i sit in my sauna every day so i oh I, that's <laughs> so good make sure not to bring your yeah. cell phone in there and um don't bring any plastic bottle water um, nope Nope, nope, always okay, glass. Good. Yep. Okay, good. Because that's another thing is I, uh, a place I was just at, they were doing infrared and everyone had plastic, like arrowheads they were giving people. I said, don't let them go in the sauna with those. It will just heat the plastic in the water. And I said, no cell phones. Because you wanted, you you know, we, we um, detox from a lot of um, the cell phone damage. And when we bring our cell phones in the sauna, it counteracts that. So. I'm so glad you do a sauna. I'm so glad you do a sauna. Those are so good. Yeah, no. So what I will do, though, and I always question is I'll turn on my Bluetooth um, uh, and I will uh, put on music that's calming, like 432 megahertz or Native American flute music or whatever. 
Yes. I, but then I question, like, but my Bluetooth is on. So am I, I actually know, doing I, it? I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, the, you know, I would get a little CD player. You can kind of, I know it's so silly. I'm so old school. But um, I have to have a CD player still because, believe it or not, Bob Marley's at 432 hertz. Um, some of Jimi Hendrix is at 432 hertz. Um, so there, you can even get, like, a Bob Marley, and that's uh, the same um, wavelength for, you know, to relax. And that's why people are so uh, attracted to Bob Marley, too, is that his music was made uh, um, at 432 hertz. We play that here, too, by the way. People don't even know it, but it really helps um, your mind relax and your cells. But that's, oh, I love that you do that. I mean, infrared's so important. And if you want to, you could dry brush before you go in your infrared sauna. And you start with your left side first. Your left side's where you, you drain at. So you just start with your feet going upward strokes towards your heart. You can't do it wrong. And then do your left leg, then your left arm, then your right leg, then your right arm, and then get in the sauna. And you literally start pumping your lymph system. Then once you're in there and you're sweating and you're like, okay, I'm sweating, you can start with the top of your head and draw a line all the way from the top of your head, down your forehead, down your nose, down your lips, all the way to your heart. And that's kind of where we pump. And you can literally just slowly massage that down with your eyes closed. And that's called your watershed line. And the watershed line is where you detox all your fluids in your face. And I tell you, you get out and you're going to be like, Amber, what the hell? I look like I lost 10 pounds. It is like the coolest trick. I'm a big girl, by the way. But if I need to look skinny by Saturday, I know what to do. I like know all those little tricks and they work. (laughs) So, yeah, it's hilarious. I could look real good in in two days if I need to. I get people ready for all kinds of stuff. But um, so left side first, then your right. Jump in the sauna. Once you start sweating, Start kind of massaging the top of your head all the way down to your chest, and then you could take your hands, kind of grip your your um, with jaw. the body brush with the dry body brush. No, this is your hands. Sorry, just your hands. Okay, yeah. Got you. So now you dry brush. You leave the dry brush out there. I wouldn't even bring it in the sauna. Sit, sit in the sauna. Start sweating, and then just start massaging that top of your head, right, that center of your head, and then slowly kind of going down, down your nose. I like to zigzag kind of in between my. Um, eyebrows kind of open that up that's called your watershed line going down your nose down your mouth and then down to your chest kind of just pumping a little bit and then the last tip this is so cool take your hands and almost like almost behind your ears and roll your fingers under your chin to your to the top of your chin you know the tip of your chin and then kind of pinch your your chin like it's a pimple in a way there's tons of lymph nodes under there and kind of just mushing those together and then cupping your hand and just kind of pushing your your neck down just roll down just kind of massage down towards your heart and literally you're just pushing all that fluid out of your face and it kind of contours it's the coolest thing but saunas you can't do you could do it in the shower but in an infrared sauna you're like sweating out those deeper layers where that that um, puffiness lives and you just kind of literally can shed all that water weight Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on. And as always, for the listeners, we put all the links in the show notes. Check out her amazing skincare line, Amber Rose Johnson, um, at the facial or at Facial Lounge. So thank you so much, Amber. It was really great to have you on today. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.